Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan where I lost about 25, 30 pounds, and I did it in just about two months. And I did it eating foods I like. And guess what? I am still down that 25 pounds or so, like seven months in. And I'm doing it because I learned a lot of great stuff during that two-month reduction phase at MNFatLoss.com. You know who else did? Ellen. She says, I have to say this was the best decision I have made for a weight loss program, and I have tried many. Not only did I lose 28 pounds, I've never felt better. I have more energy, less joint pain, and my blood pressure has returned to normal baseline. This program is easy to follow using no prepackaged required meals and easily adaptable to your family's lifestyle. I recommend this diet to all who are motivated to take charge of your health and know you're doing the best for yourself. And I'm looking forward to round two. Way to go, Ellen. I echo all that stuff. If you want to get a free consultation, you can even do it over the phone go to mnfatloss.com don and steve the experience thank you for listening wherever you happen to be listening uh we have folks listening in new york in china in canada oh my gosh oh canada south africa oh i would always love to go to south africa we have dubbed this show the global sensation we're known worldwide Mm. okay that's all it takes one listener in china and boom, we're in China. That's what you can say. And it's still authentic. Miriam Webster's word of the year. Yeah, it is. And everything is marketing. So if you say it is, then there you go. It is. Um, I have a little entertainment news, but first I want to get to something that we didn't get to after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, largely because of some riveting conversation, I'm sure. <laughs> but I teased at the beginning of the show something about King's Hawaiian rolls. They are something, aren't they? They are really, really great. And I learned something about them over Thanksgiving. Okay. From Hutch from KS95. Your first and last Thanksgiving guest. That's exactly right. <laughs> he, we get them out and we had been, um, we had other rolls too, which if you have not tried Sister Schubert's rolls yet. What are those? Take off today. Go put them in your oven. Bring them out. Butter them and eat them. They're dynamite. You buy them frozen or you what? You buy them frozen. Sister Schubert? Sister Schubert. I don't know the origin oh, yeah. story Is of it a nun? Sister Schubert. I think it's a nun that's on the front of the packaging up in like the well, top left corner. Couldn't you tell corner. by your outfit? I mean, it's a pretty distinctive look. Well, actually, I only noticed that there was a woman when I saw it, the item featured on The Price is Right over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but we had been eating Sister Schubert before then. And a few years ago, somebody brought Sister Schubert to and we were like, oh my gosh, these are very good. I what are these? Up. They're yeast rolls. Yeah, yeast Does that rolls. matter? Um, yeah, yeah, that's very good. We got, um, we had breadsmith rolls. My sister okay. went and picked up from a local breadsmith location. Freaking Jenny? Jenny, Typical yeah. Jenny. <laughs> yeah, and um, I did not eat a roll, but they were... They people loved them. I don't want to. I listen. I love bread, but not on Thanksgiving. I got too many other carbs to manage, and I want maximum card. Carb. I put the roll in at the end like a wine cork. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to keep everything down, and we're good. So we had Sister Schubert's. They were great there in the oven. Okay. We then have two packages, a king size pack that I got at Costco of these King's Hawaiian rolls. How and many then, free mentions does Costco get on this show every day? You have no idea. I, it's, I, not I mean, to do, mention. I mean, I posted a video for them last week. The oh, fact got... that that hasn't spun into a partnership is ridiculous. How many views? Five million? Uh, like uh, 1.2. 1.2 and a... they haven't even reached out to They you. just need to reach out. Send me the damn honey that I couldn't find. Mm. Anyway. Manuka. He said, are you going to put those King's Hawaiian rolls in the oven? 
And we said, well, no, we're, we're going to eat those. You, we put the Sister Schubert's in the oven. So this last minute guest who showed up with two additional guests Started is now critiquing, critiquing <laughs> your serving method for the rolls. For the 27 people who are in attendance. Sure enough. We said, no, we've never put them in, except when we've made sliders. I love Everybody makes those. those Hawaiian roll sliders. Look up any recipe. They're great. Cut them in half. You baste the top of them. Put ham and cheese in the middle. Dynamite. Whoever thought of that Dynamite. should be, like, there should be something in a National Historic Museum. Yes. As a cultural contributor. For sure. You should get a little asterisk by your name. Yes. Change the way sandwiches are viewed. Those are so good. Well, it turns out. King's Hawaiian rolls are supposed to be baked all the time no. or toasted in the oven. No. On the package, <gasps> turn it over, and it says, toast something and enjoy. <gasps> Hutch goes on to tell us, he said, guys, you just put the cardboard thing that they come in. Not the plastic. You have to Not the plastic, the plastic. Remove the plastic. That other thing. Is the baking sheet? It's a baking tray for the King's Hawaiian rolls. You shut your mouth. Right they now. are supposed to be in the oven every time you have them, according to the packaging on the back and the little baking sleeve that they come in. That is not just some random thing. It turns out that's why they're not just loose in a plastic bag because you're supposed to take the whole thing and put them right into the oven. How long? What time? I don't know, I don't know these <sighs> things. Okay, these are details I didn't have time for. But isn't that everybody except for Hutch was like, huh? You're supposed to do that? Flip your King's Hawaiian Rolls package upside down and it will tell you to toast them and put them in in the sleeve. That's pretty crazy. Look at this. Place it into a preheated oven at 350 degrees Fahrenheit for about two to three minutes for the rolls, three to five minutes for the bread. Do you know they have bread? Depending on how warm you want it. You will then have a sweet-smelling home to enjoy your rolls. <laughs> I'm all ears. I'm all ears. That is funny. That is straight from the frequently asked questions section on the King's Hawaiian Roll website. You know what I think I should do for a dinner one night? Hmm. I just have a carbapalooza, and here's what I could do. I could tell Lou and the kids, I got it. Dad's doing dinner tonight. I bake... Sister Schubert's and King's Hawaiian rolls. And I bring them out. And all we do, you know how you're like, I really love bread, but on Thanksgiving, I don't have room for bread. I just don't. Because I have stuffing and That's mac fine. and cheese and potatoes. I mean, it's no shortage of carbs. Listen, I had all of those and still found room for oh, bread. Sorry. But still, okay. I had two Sister Schubert's. I didn't even split that son of a B-I-H. I just buttered right on top of it on and top. ate it that way. Okay. But if I just said tonight for dinner, bread. Hot <laughs> Toasted bread with butter. I know that the kids like King Hawaiian oh King's gosh. Hawaiian rolls. I know that they like Sister Schubert's. Lou and I love them both. This sounds like the like Best the plot ever. of a of a sitcom like King of Queens of like any sitcom that like just <laughs> creates a dad as a dummy. Dopey dad. It's like Dopey Dad <laughs> says, "Don't worry, honey, I'll take care of yes. dinner." And it's just bread. What are some common ways people eat your dinner rolls? They ask on the Frequently Asked Questions website oh. section of kingshawaiian.com. The most common way is to eat them straight out of the bag. These, as well as most of our products, rarely make it to the table. Others, both kids and big kids, squish their rolls into a ball 
or a perfect square. So if you are an adult and doing this, don't worry, you're not alone. Other fun and easy ways to enjoy our rolls include making sliders with recipes like the mini baked yeah. ham sandwiches or Lil Kahuna sliders. Oh, yeah. Who's squishing them into a ball, you heathens? Yeah, that sounds like you're turning it into some sort of like odd fish bait. It's disgusting. I think the key thing in those, and I'm pretty sure you told me this, hmm. I think is sugar. Yeah, I did. I think I there's a that. decent amount of sugar yeah. in those King's Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, but, but, the, but the texture and everything, really great. Sometimes I'll take a King's Hawaiian roll yeah, and I'll just have it in my hand. I'll go over to the butter dish and I'll just rub the King's Hawaiian roll <laughs> on top of the butter stick and then keep on going. You don't have a French butter keeper, huh? What the hell is a French butter keeper? <laughs> You prissy, <laughs> unrelatable. What is that? I bet Allie knows what a French butter keeper is. My chef friend who called in earlier in this broadcast. The is French it just butter, a butter keeper, dish. No, it's so brilliant. You have it's a little dish on the bottom that you put some water in, and then it has a like a bell. It's often known as a butter bell too. You pull the top of it off, and it's like a bell shape. You put the butter into the bell part, and then when you place it into the water dish, the water creates a seal. So you get perfectly spreadable butter. You know how butter sitting in a butter dish gets like, can get kind of greasy and melty if your kitchen gets too warm? Sure, yeah. The French butter keeper keeps it perfectly spreadable and it keeps it from spoiling because it's got the water. I'm telling you, it's How much is a French butter keeper? Oh, like 25 bucks? Less than the club? Less than the club for (laughs) sure. And it'll bring you much more joy than the club. I wonder... You'd love this thing. It's It's really great. Yeah, it's really great. And and then you'll never go back once you have a French butterkeeper. And you should apologize for calling me prissy. I know. That was the first word that came to mind. Please. Just because I you like good butter. feel a little prissy, though. You don't have a French butterkeeper? Mike, can you quickly look up the definition of prissy so that I can figure out if I have to issue an apology <laughs> it's hard to find. Um, It's hard to find the nutritional information on Hawaiian rolls, kingshawaiian.com. Um, but I will tell you that you can create an account so that you can check out Faster okay, Mom, on kingshawaiian.com. And if you create an account, you can check out Faster. You can even access your order history. And you can oh, track see. new orders and you can save items to your wish. Guys, we just want King's Hawaiian rolls. We're not going through like the merchandise section. You know what? Today I'm going to get the rolls, but in my wish list, I'm going to put the slider buns. Although they did say that they sell bread too. I know. The definition of prissy? It is fussily or excessively respectable. Uh, yeah. Sustained. All fine. right, fine. We'll keep it. I'll take it. I um, will take it. When we come back, uh, which would you rather see? I've got a Bradley Cooper slash John Hamm scenario. Both of them want to do a certain sort of a movie. Which would you rather see? We'll get to that when we return. Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. Did you know that something like a low-speed car accident It can dramatically change someone's life, and it can happen in an instant. At Bradshaw and Bryant, you know, their law firm can't change what happened, but you know what? Their personal injury attorneys like Mike Bryant 
can help you obtain the financial compensation you deserve. It's not going to undo what you've experienced, but I'll tell you what, a settlement can certainly provide financial resources you would need to cover medical bills, lost wages, maybe future rehab costs, not to mention compensate you for your pain and suffering and emotional distress. Mike Bryant also says it's super important to seek medical attention right away following a collision because oftentimes serious injuries might not appear for weeks or even months following an accident. Then you want to seek legal advice from a firm with an experienced track record. Get a hold of Mike at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tiny Tots. Hello. With their I just, with this song, I love Here this song. Here he is, Nat King Cole. One of the greatest, warmest voices of all time. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, it's Don and Steve on my Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We've got Elizabeth Reese in from Twin Cities Live. Hi, guys. I'm having fun. She's filling in for Donna Valentine, who will be back tomorrow. We've got Mike the Mensch, the Big Zamboni, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. He is uh, pushing all the buttons and producing the show for us. Well, uh, DJ Rock Lobster comes in in just about 11 minutes. We're going to play a game that we play on Mondays at 1130. It's called Cover Story. Mike becomes a contestant. Uh, you and I, Elizabeth, will play as well. We have listeners who play and will send us pictures of their sheets. Everybody, you can already mark your sheet one through eight, I've been told. Oh, i got to get a piece okay. of paper. So if you'd like to plan that ahead of time. but There's one. Um, that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Hey, I saw, the, I saw Bradley Cooper. He was at the uh, Philadelphia Eagles game last night with their uh, team owner, Greg, Greg Laurie, I think it is. Um, anyway, he was up in this fancy box watching the game and... The, the Eagles ended up beating the Buffalo Bills in pretty dramatic fashion yesterday in Philly in overtime. He's a big Philadelphia Eagles fan, uh, which was true to form in the movie Silver Linings Playbook, if oh. you remember that. Yeah, I never saw that movie. Anyway, Brad, two little tidbits of movie news from hunky movie stars. And I wonder if you could only choose one of these two things, which would you rather see? Okay. Bradley Cooper up first. He says that he would probably do a Hangover 4 in an instant. I don't remember Hangover 3. Nor do I. I don't remember much of Hangover 2. I remember Hangover 1, though. What a legendary film. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's really very funny. Well, he says he would do it because he loves the director, Todd Phillips, loves Zach Galifianakis and Ed Helms as co-stars. They probably just have so much fun together. I'm sure. And I think that is a really nice thing to just not be so obsessed with making this amazing art or it has to be this high, whatever, that you can make something... For the experience of getting to make it. it. Yep. And why not? Now, he doesn't think it's going to be done because he doesn't think Todd Phillips, the director, is ever going to do it. But he's just saying, look, I'd jump on board if we did that. So there's option number one. Would you like to see Bradley Cooper in The Hangover 4? Or would you like to see John Hamm in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? John Hamm Mm. featured, perhaps starring... In a future Marvel movie, he says, I'd love to. I've been a fan of Marvel comics and comics in general since I was probably single digits. I think there are tons of stories that I'm familiar with that are still out there and could be told. So if you could only choose one of those Hollywood futures as we shake off the SAG after strike and get ready for some new projects, do you put your money, your $11 for your movie ticket or 13 or whatever it is? Do you put it at a Bradley Cooper hangover four? Or let's see John Hamm as a superhero. I'm going to choose John Hamm as a superhero. Really? I don't think, I mean, like Bradley Cooper in Hangover 4 would be fine. But like we just said, we don't remember Hangover 3 or Hangover 2. We only remember the first Hangover. 
Hangover 2 was absolutely terrible. See? It was like a Mad Lib version of it. They literally took the exact same scenarios, almost in the exact same points of the movie, and just threw in different options. Oh, yeah. Then Hangover 3 was actually kind of good. They did a really good job of completely reinventing Hangover at that point. It kind of became more of a crime thing, and it, it was a comedy, but also a little crime to it. It was okay. that one was much better. A crimedy, a crimedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so four would be okay, but uh, I am definitely with with you guys. And it sounds like there's already a character in play. He'd be great in a Marvel for John Hamm. for John yeah. Hamm in a Marvel movie. We've been watching Loki mm-hmm. because I was confused. I thought that we'd watched. Both seasons of Loki turned out we'd only watched one and the first episode of the second season. So I was like, oh, I got to finish the third season. And then when we finished the second season, I realized that was the second season. You're all up to date? No, now I'm still in the third and it's so good. Wait, there are two seasons. Just two. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, you're confusing yourself, and now you're yeah. confusing me. I haven't even finished season one. I went through <laughs> I all of the episodes except for two. one. Yeah, I know. I get confused because I've also watched like movies with Loki in it. This is the thing about the Marvel guys. This is why I don't know if I would go with the John Hamm vote here because Marvel has become a very confusing playground. It is even confusing. for Marvel nerds. Yeah, it is confusing, and Loki is a prime example of of it being confusing because. He's good, he's bad, he's in between, which I guess, you know, aren't we all? But mm-hmm. for movies, don't we need to simplify it a little bit? Like, now, yeah. now he's so good. I hear it's a, a little bit of a heady trip, the second the second season. Yeah, we're into it. We've got to finish it. the first one. You should. It's it's good. Then we've got to finish the crown. And I just love Owen Wilson so much. Anything yeah. Owen Wilson yeah. is in, I just want Owen Wilson to be Owen Wilson. And he he's always so slides likable. a little bit of Owen Wilson into every character that he plays. And it just, those little moments of... Um, levity? Yes. Yeah. Yes, as opposed to brevity. Brevity is I quick. once confused those words. Yeah, those are tricky. I was confusing it in that moment. I confused it on a red carpet in an interview with somebody. And I said, you know, with a, with a little bit of brevity that you add to that. And <laughs> this person, I forget who it was, but this person called me on it and said, brevity. Like, they didn't let it slide. Did you say to that person, <laughs> you're so prissy, like you just yelled at me about the French butter keeper, because I would assume that you would think that people with... Proper grammar skills and people with French butter keepers are probably the same level of press. For the rest of my life, when I hear French butter keeper, <laughs> it sounds like you've hired a small French person <laughs> to stand guard over your precious butter or your ghee or whatever the hell you're eating this month. So it sounds a well, touch I always prissy. have ghee and butter on hand. Ghee is clarified butter. It's like butter with no taste. No, it's butter with no milk solids. Fun fact for you. Oh, I can't wait for how fun this will be. <laughs> it's really better to cook your eggs in ghee than it is in butter because the milk solids contain water, which then makes your eggs stick to the pan. If you use ghee, it won't stick no matter what your pan. And I know you're all throwing out those toxic nonstick pans this holiday season. Hmm. Aren't you glad I'm here? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forgot you were here. I'm sorry, I stepped out for a touch. Um, It's good to see you, though. Uh, We're going to play a game, Cover Story. That game is next. Stay there. Guys, it's Donna. And if you love the ambiance and the warmth of a fireplace like I do, especially when it gets cold outside, well, that would make most sense. Um... You got to remember the name Energy Savers Fireplaces, okay? Think about it. That's the focal point. 
It's where we take the family photos. It's where we gather. It's where we tell stories. It's all about memories. And so I want you to remember Energy Savers Fireplaces because these guys are great. They're a local family-owned business. They are a full-service fireplace store. They've got five-star ratings, all five-star ratings, and the community just loves them. The Star Tribune has named them Best Fireplace Store in Minnesota for two years straight. You could get a free in-home estimate. You can ask about their 12-month interest-free financing with no money down till installation is complete. You gotta love that. If you're thinking about a fireplace or dreaming of one, go to energysaversfireplaces.com or stop by their showroom, your complete fireplace store, just off Highway 36 in Oakdale. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, talking about uh, end-of-life stuff isn't the most uh, fun thing to talk about. We try to have fun in this station, but um, you know what? It's a conversation I'm glad that I've had with both of my parents, uh, and they both told me they want to have a simple cremation when it's their time. In fact, my mom has prepaid and pre-planned for a simple cremation at Crescent Tide. Why? Because she likes uh, getting things done her way and not leaving things up to her weird son. Um, she wants to have things uh, her done her way. She's never wanted to have a big fancy funeral. She just kind of wants to have a simple cremation and then have a nice dinner where all, all her uh, siblings and offspring can say nice things about her. And that's what we're going to do. So she went in, had a sit down with Lisa, ended up prepaying, pre-planning for a simple cremation. They start at just a thousand dollars uh and uh, if you look at their google reviews you'll see that it's not just the pre-paying and pre-planning like my mom did uh lisa and verlin and her, their team come through for families all the time check them out today crescent tide hi welcome back it's the don and steve experience the home stretch on my talk 1071 where talk pulp is fun Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine today. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. Oh my gosh, it's been a joy to be here. I always love hanging out with you guys. I think this show is very fun, the Donna and Steve experience. We have a very really good time. done a nice job with this time slot. Thank you so much. Thank you for entrusting us with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I still remember the nighting ceremony. That I was know, emotional. I do have to, Mar- both Marjorie and I, the Marjorie and Elizabeth show, RIP. Yeah. Um, we both have to sign off on whoever takes this time slot here to four. Marjorie Punnett's still on parole. What's her legal situation? <laughs> she is, she's so far had some close calls, good. but good behavior yeah. um, has been adding up. So she. What does she say? The ankle bracelet goes with everything. <laughs> we do our Looks podcast good. weekly called Best to the Nest, available on My Talk 1071. And if you listen with headphones, you can actually hear the chain clanking from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I saying this about Marjorie? She's not in any sort of legal trouble. Yeah, but if she's anybody were to be in some, it would be her. You think oh, so? Oh, yeah, she's got a wild streak about her. And she's and she will say this about herself. She also has red hair, and I don't want to, you know, just... Don't, I don't want to generalize don't. everyone with red hair, but I am saying that she says that she's got a little bit of that streak, a little bit of that fire within her that, you know, she's worked hard to tame over the years. My sister is redheaded, and I think she would identify as the most emotional of the bunch. I would be second. In our siblings, but Kelly I Hansen think she would, would say that the there's a little there. bit of redheaded, like just you got it. You know, the thing is, is especially if you're redheaded, and if you were ever like kind of picked on for it, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it comes with the territory of being born redheaded. It's probably like your societal experience that you had to fight back a little bit. Listen, this is. I don't know if we have the time to get into this, and no. I was going to open up the calls to anyone who. Has red hair. That would be That's a good cool. person to pick. You know how you pick groups of people and ask them to call in? Yeah. You should have redheads call in. That's not a bad idea. That's Who's listening? Idea. Red, redheads. 
The ginger edition. Wow, yeah, some people don't fun. like it when you say that. I know. One time I said ginger on television or radio, I can't remember, and I got a scathing email from someone. But really? the problem is that then you have other people who are redheaded, like Colleen Lindstrom. Mm-hmm. Happy to be, she calls, she refers to herself as a ginger. Why wouldn't they like ginger? Also, ginger's not red. Yeah, I know. Ginger root or root. Even gingerbread cookies. They're not red. They're brown. They're brown. Wouldn't it be like red velvet? I'm a red velvet. Hmm. But I don't know. Some I got this person got real worked up with me. That's about. very unlike someone who would email into a television personality <laughs> to be somewhat <laughs> unstable in their approach <laughs> and heavy-handed with their words. It's so it's so strange. Hmm. Yeah. But anywho, uh, I think ginger is cute, so I would go with. Yeah, that. we celebrate our redheads around the world today. Global. Phenomenon. Do they like being called they? Listen, to how we're just talking about them. <laughs> Like they just, we can't possibly reach one of them. Uh, do they prefer redheads? I guess like redhead, you're a brunette, blonde or redhead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really adding the head part because it rhymes. And the blonde people are the ones who should get really worked up. I mean, think about the generalizations made about blondes. The like bimbo blondes are dumb. generation. Terrible. I mean, you don't hear the word bimbo anymore. I'm that glad. used to be all over the place in the 90s. Yeah. So many bimbo references all the time. You know what my dad calls people on the road if they're driving in a, Poor fashion. They don't Dumbo. Have, no, brainless boob. <laughs> oh, is that right? That's pretty funny. You brainless boob? That's Who good. Who says that? And a brainless boob. I mean, boobs feed the world, peeps. I don't know what to tell you. But there are no brains in there. There's milk in there. That's true. Mammary glands. Mammary glands. <laughs> so close to memory. Mammary. Isn't that crazy? And then how about if you're a, a, a woman who has breastfed a child, the... My milk came in. Yeah. It's a you real think thing. the Amazon delivery is exciting. Wait until you feel milk pour from, I guess, your freaking armpits or shoulders into your breasts. I've never had a long conversation with you that hasn't somehow come back to breastfeeding. So I weird. would love. Uh, here we go. I know where we're going. My milk come in one time and to feed one of my children. That would be, I cannot believe. Women who breastfeed must look down and think after they think, oh, my gosh, I can't feel my nipple anymore. They must. There must be at some point a feeling of like, this is insane. It's insane. My milk just you feel it come down. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And you feel like your body is so amazing because not only did you grow the human, Mm -hmm. you birthed the human Mm -hmm. and then and then now you feed the human and you can exclusively feed this human. This is how the human survives. Don't forget. We help too. just with that. Wow. I wonder. At the very beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, <laughs> we were there. Yeah, yeah. During I, that brief moment. I get it. I remember that. Um, yeah, I would just love to breastfeed. Mike, would you ever be interested in breastfeeding if you could? Oh, just once. It's it's amazing. Just once. Like, no, it totally is amazing. The other thing I would like to feel, and then we'll call Brian, I would love to feel a baby kick inside oh, of my it's belly. The best. And it's, then at some point, they're just elbowing and they're yeah. like moving slowly I should around. Sh- I'll find the video. I can show you guys that I have of Bernie, my first um, baby, when she got the hiccups and I was super pregnant mm. and I was laying on our couch and you can see my whole stomach when she had the hiccups go. Doop, 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 doop. That's wild. It's crazy. I mean, it really is wild. Yes. All those things are amazing. And your body does it without you even doing anything. And your body just does it. What a miracle it is. So next time you think wow. like, oh, you look in the mirror and you have a, and one tiny negative thought You're about right. yourself. You it. think like, what a miracle vessel yeah. this home of mine is. Queen.
Come on. We should take this show on the road. We can't. We got canceled. Find out what the soup of the day is, though. It is. Call the cafeteria. I saw Brian outside in the parking lot today as I was driving in. That felt like when you see your teacher in the grocery store. What a weird thing. Yeah. I just like to see him back behind the soup counter. Is that so much to ask? See if he picks up. Might be busy on Monday. Or do people bring leftovers to work on yeah, Monday? We'll find out if it's... Sure, it's Brian. Hey, B-Dog. Hi, Brian. It's Brian. It's, uh, you're Brian. I'm Steve, and it's Elizabeth Reese from television. Hi. Hi. Uh, soup of the day. I'm going to guess there's a uh, turkey element. Or potato? Nope, nope. Uh, I got it as a cream-based situation today. I don't know. Maybe nope. it's going to go a little lighter. Right. Maybe there's like some sort of brothy situation. Maybe it's a minestrone. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, brothy. brothy. Chicken wild rice. Nope. What do you got? Chicken noodle. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. a classic. You're just classic. freaking, that, that's soul care right there is what you're doing. You're caring yeah. for the souls of this place. And you know, it's cold out. Yeah. It is cold and out. it's a good immune system booster. There you go. Well, listen, I love you in a passionate way that I've never been able to adequately convey verbally. It's cool. Yeah, I gotta go. All right. Cool, cool. <laughs> Catch you on the flippy flop, my brother. Passion yeah, right. that got weird. Sorry. There. Um, anything we should know about today's episode of Twin Cities Live? No, it's going to be great fun. We're excited to be back live in the studio <laughs> after no a couple so of days fast. off. No. Hey, I am going to show you Jay deep frying a turkey and the backup ham. If you know, you know. If you watch. Oh, did it go well? You'll have to find out. Oh, all right. That's today, 3 o'clock on Channel 5. Elizabeth Reese opposite the talented Ben Lieber. We have got Bradley and Tom coming in next. Lo Jay after that. Love you long time. Bye now. Bye.